and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not right. care for the sheep. I accidentally turned down your volume. Could you start it over? That's again? so shady. No, so <laughs> like you just don't want to hear me talk. I was trying to turn down Jackie. That's I don't. But I'm I trying to say I'm too loud. Wrong. He's trying no. to say that he just doesn't want to hear me. I was just experimenting with some. That is male white male privilege. He's <laughs> yeah. just gonna turn down the women. Yeah, why am I the only one that ever controls the volume? You know, this is a problem. Right, and the fact that you're turning me down, like <laughs> hear me loud and proud. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Faith to Go podcast. My name is David Tremaine, and I'm the Director of Outreach and Faith Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral in San Diego. And I'm Maya Little Sonia, and I'm the Youth Minister here. I'm Jackie Pippin, and I'm the Digital Resource Curator here. Jackie, what, what exciting updates are there from Japan for everyone? Uh, the snow has stopped, and this weekend, Northern Japan will experience the cherry blossom bloom. Wow. So exciting. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. You could put I've up started pictures. to put my yes, please do. plants out for a few hours each day so that they can get used to being outside. Oh, recreation time. Wow. It's really the the seasons the season is coming. The next season is coming, it sounds like. It is the season. I'm so excited. Good. I could cry. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Okay, well, as Jackie's yeah. slowly experiencing the new life in Japan, we continue <laughs> in our Easter season. Uh, we are in week four of Easter, Easter four, year 3B. Yes. And uh, like every week, our Faith to Go resources that are found on the website at www.stpaulcathedral.org slash faith to go are based on the gospel reading for this Sunday, April 22nd. So Maya is going to read the gospel from John, uh, and then we're going to get into our discussion. So the gospel for this Sunday is John 10, verses 11 through 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. All right. Thanks, Maya. So that was John uh, chapter 10, verses 11 to 18. And this is kind of right smack in the middle of John's gospel. And it comes, <laughs> it comes in a larger section about Jesus talking about himself as a shepherd and about the about sheep and shepherds. So right before this, Jesus says that he is the gate through which sheep pass. Uh, the gatekeeper opens the gate and the sheep hear his voice. This is from the beginning of chapter 10. Um, so that there's, a, there's something that John, the, the author of John's Gospel does, which is highlight these seven different I am statements from Jesus throughout 
the gospel. So the different I am statements from John uh, that Jesus says are, I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, I am the door of the sheep or the gate of the sheep, I am the good shepherd, I am the resurrection and the life, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and I am the true vine. So again, those are all metaphorical I am statements from Jesus um, that require some further discussion and interpretation. So today we have one of those seven, which is I am the good shepherd. And it's important, we're going to talk about just one of them, but it's important to recognize that there are seven of them and that Jesus is trying with each one of them to show us a different aspect of who he is, what his work is in the world, and what his relationship is to us and to God. Um, so this is just going to be one of those, but just like we never want to highlight just like one line of scripture and ignore the whole rest of the Bible, uh, we want to keep in mind that within this gospel there are a whole bunch of ways that Jesus describes himself. And so this good shepherd statement is just one of those ways. So we're going we're gonna to discuss this, um, this part of the scripture um, but keep in mind that there are that it's set within a larger context. So we're each going to highlight one uh, piece of this reading, and Jackie is going to go first. Uh, so mine starts with verse 11. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Um, and I think it's interesting to look at the differences portrayed between uh, the good shepherd and the hired hand. Uh, in verse 13, whereas the hired hand does not care for the sheep because they are not his, the good shepherd does. Mm. Uh, and I think it's intimidating to look at this sometimes because you're not necessarily wanting to lay your life down. But I do think that this speaks to important leadership styles and how we live our lives and how we put love into the things that we do and ownership in the things that we do. Um, and I think that this really links back to the notion of vocation, mm -hmm. which I we get caught up in just associating with the priesthood or ordained ministry. But vocation really calls you to look at your life as serving God in your work. Mm -hmm. And I think in turn, your your profession is then about the people that you're serving. Mm -hmm. um, and so how do you transform your daily life into something where your job looks more like a vocation than a profession? Oh, I see. Yeah, so like the hired hand, the difference in the, the implications that the difference between the good shepherd and the hired hand is that the hired hand is the hired hand's only goal is to do the thing that they've been set out to do, but without mm -hmm. any more kind of buy-in or yeah. embodiment Ownership. of the task than that. And yeah. the good shepherd is taking what they're what they are that they are embodying a greater call from God that they feel as the way that they work in the world. Like a nine to five yes. job versus a purpose. Yeah. And that's a yes. great way of talking about vocation. And I think yeah. we, I think that is, I think um, <laughs> the people that currently are in their late, you know, that in their teenage years and then the people that are in their twenties and thirties are amongst a generation uh, who are following a generation of people who kind of 
went into the workforce and just did this is my this is how I perceive it is that went into the workforce and just did what was required of them and had a, a career and then stuck with that career for a long time. And I think often that um, that generation of people before the millennial generation look at people in their twenties and thirties who are who keep like jumping from one job to the next looking for the thing that is fulfilling mm-hmm. to them and not yeah. just a career that they can keep going in. And it's not that one way or the other one is one way or the other is better. Um, but I think that that's that's what how I always think of vocation is that that's the witness of this generation of people is that it's a group of people that are dedicated to finding a career that help that helps them to feel fulfilled like they are embodied they are embodying the work that they're being called to do in Mm -hmm. the world which is different than just finding a career for the sake of security you know so and that yeah and so I, i like that the good shepherd and the hired hand kind of puts that in a contrast and i just think it's important that that doesn't have to wait until you're a quote-unquote adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, that is something that you can do now. You can do with your schoolwork. You can do with your extracurricular activities. Um, you know, you can do with your after-school job. The way that you own your faith and how you own your faith in, in everything that you do mm-hmm. um, is something that you can live out that vocation. Mm-hmm now mm-hmm. yeah especially in middle and high school when you're all when everyone's all about identity and trying mm-hmm. to figure out who they are it's like yeah you can figure out who you are but just remember this is who you are mm-hmm. and like no matter you know yeah exactly like if you fulfill that in everything you do even if it's not like a literal job mm-hmm. but like what you do you're as exactly as you said jackie then people will know mm-hmm. and also it also is a very privileged position to have a have a vocation that will pay you enough to make a living on and be your job. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that you're paid, like your compensated job is the only way for you to have a vocation. That's true. I think you can have a job and still be dedicated to something that you believe to be your vocation. Because not every vocation lends itself to being compensated, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's true. Yes. Um, but everyone is, I think we're all looking for that thing that is going to fulfill our sense of purpose. And for, and to me, and the to for me the the way of reading of interpreting that in a Christian lens is my the way that I am fulfilling the mission of God in the world in my own unique way, and that as the body of Christ we make up that mission of God in its wholeness, but each one of us individually has something to do about it, uh, which is not the same for everybody. Um, okay, Maya. What would you like to highlight from this reading? So I thought something like I definitely 100% agree with Jackie on the hired hand, um, her interpretation of it. But I also see it as Jesus um, warning against attachment to material things or relying Mm -hmm. on material things to save us and to be our salvation. Um, So by that, I mean that we think that this paid, you know, hired hand really cares about us and, 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 wants what's best for us or that, you know, that we are taken care of. And then when a wolf comes, which could be, you know, any insane event, anything that, you know, makes, takes away that illusion of 
everything's fulfilled, I'm taken care of, you know, through material things. Um, I don't need anything but what's right here, and that's, like, my possessions. Like, Jesus warns against that because, you know, the world and these things aren't going to be here when, you know, when they don't need to be. So he warns against the attachment to those sorts of things because um, it's it's actually kind of somewhat of a Buddhist ideal. It's like that, desi- like, suffering comes from attachment, and yeah. attachment, like, your suffering is based on how attached you are to those things. Mm-hmm. So I think... Jesus is saying, but while that hired hand is going to leave and the material world's going to leave, I'll still be here. Yeah. And I'll be the good shepherd leading you back. That's what I love about the recognition that these are, Jesus is using metaphor, the same way he uses parables to speak about truths, using metaphors to speak about truths, that um, he's not just saying, these kind of people are good, these kind of people are bad. And often it's Mm -hmm. easy to interpret it that way, that we want to say, well, the good shepherd is Jesus, and the hired hand are people that I don't know. They just don't, like putting on yeah. putting that on people, like you said before. The the hired hand are the things. If we're the sheep, and Jesus is the good shepherd, and Jesus, who has said, "I am also the truth and the way and the life," I am also the resurrection. Like this, this Christ figure is the good shepherd. Um, and the wolf is the things in our lives that, you know, causes us anxiety. And the hired hand is the are the illusory things that we place as if they are the good shepherd, but end up not being the good shepherd. When those anxieties and fears of life come in, they run away because they're not yeah. real. They make us feel secure. Mm. Yeah. But Jesus says that I am the good shepherd in that there is something, there is resurrection and regrouping and and new life after those things fall apart. Right. Like, I will always come right. back and gather the things back together for you. Because the wolf will come. Yeah, the wolf's there, and the wolf's always going to be there. He doesn't banish the wolf, but yeah. it's like he's going to bring you all back Yeah. once the wolf is gone. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the thing I wanted to highlight was the very last part. Uh, when Jesus is talking about laying down his life and taking it back up again. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. And I like this because, it, again, thinking about what Jesus is teaching us about our own spiritual lives, is that and and what my what you just highlighted is, um, I have the power. If it's me, I have the power to lay down my to lay down my life, and I have the power to take it up again. But it's up to me to decide whether I'm going to let go of those illusory things, or mm-hmm. get, or let go of that suffering, or go through that give give into that death that promises resurrection that Jesus is talking about that I can choose to lay down my life and then to pick it up again in a resurrected new way. Yeah, be recollected. Yeah. And it and it makes me think of it makes me think of from the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark and Luke of when Jesus is saying, "You are invited to take up your cross and to follow me." That is a choice that you make. I he doesn't make anybody do it. The grace is always there prompting us to do it. It's almost like the wolf is there by the grace of God to show us when the things that we've 
put up in our lives and made to, that we think are the good shepherd, that we think are the ways of our salvation, that we think are the things keeping us safe, show themselves to be wanting and to not really be that way. And there's always this grace that's showing us through suffering, that's showing us the ways that we're hurting ourselves and other people. And Jesus is saying, it's up to you. You have the authority to lay down your life, to put it down. Because Jesus doesn't have like a lasso. Like he doesn't have a whip. He doesn't have a lasso. Well, he does at one point. But he's not making right. anyone come. Yeah. Like, it's not forced. Yeah. Well, a shepherd doesn't lasso sheep. A shepherd has a staff yeah. and kind of prods them in the direction that he's hoping they will go. Really? I know, but that's just, a, I don't know. It's like he's making this motion of prodding, but he's almost like, I'm doing hand hey. motion. No, I know, that's it's what like, it's like. Hey. There's like poke, poking them, trying to get them to go one way or the other. No, I think that's so funny. It's like he's yeah. just like, hey, get out of here. Hey. Well, it's like this, with Psalm 23, it's the same thing. Yeah, you know? where he's uh, leading it. Yeah, but it's just, it's funny. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> When it's like when you lead sheep, <laughs> the way you lead sheep I, is I by, think by like nud- God leading by... me somewhere. I think of like a gentle hand guiding me, not just like hey, hey. <laughs> well, hey. well, I think it can be both. Yeah, that's just, what I'm you saying. Know, you've had those, you've had those moments when it's when it's a gentle prodding, but you you've also had those moments when you're like, oh man, <laughs> God, you're just, yeah. you're just smacking this down right in front of me. Yeah. I see. And the moments when that you get like literally hooked around your neck and pulled in a new direction. <laughs> I'll get hooked off the stage because I'm not funny. I wouldn't go that far. You seen that though? Yeah, I have seen yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, David. <laughs> Yes, I have seen. I have seen that. Um, any? Is there any, do you have anything more to say about the take the, the lay it down and take it up? Kind of tying it back to what Jackie said about how you know the workforce. You know, I think of like the banal, like not, not to diss anyone in that generation's listening, but like you know, like some people weren't really into it. There wasn't a lot of passion. There wasn't a lot of fire. But you were kind of. You, somewhat obligatory like to do something different was pretty much like it's pretty courageous and to be able to say yeah nope that's not it and make a change like a vocational change is like a huge shift and so i think of like like we could continue to go in this different direction but take up your crosses to make like these daring changes and to really kind of be okay with reinventing yourself a zillion times not really caring what other people think okay so to summarize our three points that we're hoping you will uh, highlight in your conversations this week, um, the first thing that Jackie highlighted was the difference between a good shepherd and a hired hand being an, ind- an implication of what it can look like uh, to feel like the work you're doing in the world is living into, is like embody- an embodiment of the mission of God and an invitation to discernment and discernment about our vocations. Um, Maya picked up on the next verse about the wolf coming and scattering the sheep and snatching them and about being uh, intentional and reflecting on what things we are putting up in our lives to feel like we are secure and safe and if those are really the the good shepherd or if those are the hired hands. And then... The third thing is about the the choice that we all have um, in the face of nudging from God um, to lay down our life and to take it up again, that we are always invited into this 
life, death, and resurrection cycle. And it's up to us whether we're going to stay stuck in the suffering or if we are going to let things die as they are prone to do and, and live into the promise of the resurrection after suffering and death. Mm-hmm. So we hope you uh, take those things with you into the week. And Maya, uh, after having that discussion, is going to read the gospel again, and you might hear something different after hearing us talk about it. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd has d- lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I, I lay down my life, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to the fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Okay, Uh, so we hope you have great conversations with your family, your friends this week, throughout the week, about this gospel and about the Faith to Go resources. You can find all the Faith to Go resources like you can every week at www.stpaulcathedral.org slash faith to go. You can follow us on Instagram at faith to go. And we'll be back in your feeds next week, next Sunday morning. And thank you to Maya and to Jackie. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. And thanks to everybody for tuning in. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye.